When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Nation. My name is Shannon Carpenter and I am Hondo Carpenter's wife. I just want you all to know, oh, I don't work for Sports Illustrated. Y'all know that he does, but I just want to clarify a couple of things. Dexter would be joining me right now if he wasn't sleeping, but I am a Raiders fan. I will be raising Dexter to be a Raiders fan, even though my husband is not and it's okay. He can't because, you know, it's his job. That's okay. But I want to make one thing clear before my husband starts his podcast. There have been times in our life that I would lay out dress socks for him with his dress shoes and we would show up at our event and he would cross his legs and I would look down and he would have on white shorty socks with his dress shoes. And I would lean over and say, where the heck are the dress shoes I or the dress socks I gave you? He'd be like, well, these are more comfortable and I thought they'd look better. So I want you to know that I went and I got him black socks for his black tennis shoes and he will be wearing them appropriately next time so before my husband comes on and starts the podcast i want all of raider nation out there and i know you're out there listening or watching to join me in good to see y'all this morning here's my husband Oh, goodness sakes, a lot. 
Sorry, Raider Nation. You think it's bad. You think I got beef from you guys on social media about the Black Sox. I got it worse from my wife. Hi, everybody. I'm Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast. That was my beautiful bride, Shannon. She wanted to set the record straight on the Black Sox. Boy, she was adamant about that. It is great to have you here with us today. We have so much to cover on this Sunday. Obviously, a lot of football to go today. Two big games. We're going to talk about those ad nauseum. Not really ad nauseum. That's not fair, but we're going to certainly touch on them today. We're going to talk Raiders ad nauseum. And I want to dig right in. I want to talk to you about offensive coordinator. Now, one of the major candidates, Zach Robinson, uh, who is a rising star um, from Sean McVay's staff. Um, we were one of the first to tell you he was going to get an interview. He never got a shot at an interview. He took the Falcons job, so he's there. Um, there is a lot of things going on with the offensive coordinator's position. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to that, but not right away because I've got other things that I think are more germane Um for me to touch now i've been telling you for since before the season ended if antonio pierce got the job and patrick graham did not get a head coaching job that uh he wanted to return and antonio wanted him that nothing's changed i don't know what happened but the last couple of days there's this resurgence of um I've been telling you that from day one, have not wavered off of that. I can tell you that is that is absolutely my position, and it's never changed. Patrick Graham is wanted here. Patrick Graham will be here. Unless Patrick Graham you know, gets a head coaching job, he's going to be here. And the AP's wanted him. AP relies on him and uh, does a terrific job. Now, next I want to talk about Tom Telesco because I'm already beginning to hear some things on um i i don't know that i would call it shifts um i was told by someone within the organization that he was um extremely impressed with what champ had done extremely impressed with what champ had done and um at how far the system was how modern it was um I was told that that was all very impressive. I was also told, you have to understand, his previous owner, um, when the Raiders were in Oakland, they had money issues. In fact, I was told they pretty much always had money issues um, going back as far as the L.A. days. Obviously, I wasn't there. I'm telling you what I was told, that money was just always an issue with the Raiders. It always had been until they got to Vegas. But it wasn't an issue that Al or Mark didn't want to spend it. It was that the organization didn't have it. Now, that's not the case anymore. And Mark Davis has proven to his credit, and I don't think I do not think he gets enough credit for it. He's willing to spend any amount of money for anything if it will make the Raiders better. And again, I don't think Mark Davis gets enough credit for that. I don't I think that's that's an area where fans are. Not all, obviously, but I think a lot of people are very unfair to him. Now, Spano's family, um, I don't know the intimacies of that. 
I do know from somebody who is who would know 100% have knowledge of it that since they have moved to LA, money is not an issue. Now, this person doesn't have any knowledge of what it was like in San Diego. But with the Bolts, it was, we're not going to spend a lot of money. Now, clearly, they've made a change, a dispensational change, because they went to Harbaugh. But the thing is, we're not going to spend a lot of money. And so there were some things that Telesco wanted to do that couldn't. So when I when I make this next statement, I want you to hear it in context. You know, I think he was surprised and very excited about the scouting and facilities that the Raiders have, not because he didn't want it, not because he didn't think the Bolts didn't need it, but he can't make people stroke a check. And so I think he's getting the he's understanding even more the mentality every day. Martin Davis does not spare a penny. Now, to his credit, remember when Telesco first got in the in the into the business up until the Raiders moved to Vegas, the Raiders were always known as the perennial franchise that didn't have money. That's how they were known. And so he obviously knows things are different right now. I mean, he gets that, but now he's seeing it firsthand. So I want to talk to you. That has been a very pleasant surprise to him. I will tell you this, um, because of the position that Champ and everyone else had the the Raiders scouting department, um, I believe, um, well, let me just say this. I talked with someone who's not part of the Raiders organization, part of a different organization, who briefly spoke to Telesco um, since he's been here uh, and told them, yeah, I think this is going to be a very smooth transition. This, this place is unbelievable. And he was really bragging about the Raiders. So I'm expecting the, the transition um, with him coming in and setting the direction to not be as difficult. Let me give you another reason why. Um, him and uh, AP have had extensive meetings, extensive meetings. Um, he has talked with staff about personnel he is he is letting the scouting department and as you know champ is still here and he's a warrior man he's a worker they're working on the draft and then they're as they look through the roster they may say hey at this position i want us to be looking for speed or this is the size dimensions i want um i was told late yesterday there had not even been one area of disagreement with him and AP that it was, you know, AP telling his philosophy, AP talking about the players he had. Um, Tom coming back saying, you know, here's some things that I've learned. And AP coming back, you know, okay, that's really good. Or him saying to AP, wow, I hadn't thought about that. That's a player coachman. That's good. I've learned. Um, I've been told the esprit de corps, have, the the unity has been phenomenal. And that's the word that was used, phenomenal. Um, both guys given plenty of opinion, both guys listening to the other. I mean, they understand. And AP talked about this at his press conference. They understand the chances are really good. If AP gets fired, so is Tom Telesco. They understand that. They know what they're getting into. And so you got to check yourself before you wreck yourself. You've got to um, put your ego at the door and come in here and be a team. 
I think there has been a little bit of surprise. I think people were wondering, is Telesco going to come in and try to be heavy-handed, or is AP going to try to heavy-handed him? And it's been neither. It's been two guys working on a team, both men openly sharing their opinion, both men openly discussing their opinions, and then both men coming to a to a commonality of interest. And um, I, I just was told it's been very, very, very good. All right. So now you go through and you look at staff. So, you know, is there, do we, do we want to get this staff before we have a coordinator? Do we want to, you know, what about the coordinator? Obviously Zach Robinson was out. There's still a lot of names out there. And I was told that there's one name nobody has. And I don't have, I don't know what it is that could possibly get an interview. That was a rather large, big name. Um, a, a rather large, former head coach. Person said, I'm not going to tell you who it is. So I can truthfully tell you, I have no idea who it is. But I was told that it was a a, a very well-known former coach. Um, I, I will tell you, I got no idea who it is from that guy. Okay. Talking to another person, I kind of have an idea who it is although they wouldn't confirm it or deny it. So I'm not going to give a name, but it, it it's a former head coach. Now, moving forward, it is Telesco, I'm told, is spending a ton of time looking at the roster. He is spending time looking up to the future, but he's, it, it's so impressive where it is that he is really blessed, and that's the term I was told, blessed, to have um, all of this time um, working on the roster. And I am told that he is going through every single player with a fine-tooth comb. I'm also told that not only is he evaluating the player's um, uh, game film, he's looking at practice film too. And so he's very much familiarizing. The Raiders are going to kind of know their roster, know what they need to do for free agency on the roster. Um, there's definitely guys that are going to be free agents that they want to retain some, no, but there are going to be guys and which guys are their guys. Are they going to target? Um, evidently Telesco made it a huge deal about targeting our guys. Now I'm going to tell you another Tom Telesco thing that I've had two people in the building tell me, um, that they really like about him is he's both, he's using the word our a lot and they go you know what he didn't you know he didn't come in you know what what have you guys done hey what's our this what's our that um he's endeared himself to a lot of people just with that mentality so he's prioritizing free agents now next thing he is and i thought this was really interesting at every position and i said to the person what about, he goes, every means every. He is putting a massive, and that is the word that they use, massive value on speed. Speed, speed, speed kills. And that is a big deal to him. Now, I've already told you I didn't expect Hunter Renfro to be back. And so I'm going to use him as an example. No one from within the organization has used Hunter as an example, but because I've already told you, I expected him to move out. I can talk about Hunter and, um, 
That way I'm not talking about any other player. Speed kills. It's been the truth forever. And so a guy like Hunter, that's a really good possession receiver, but not necessarily the fastest guy in the world, it opens the door for you to say, okay, this makes sense that he moves. But there's plenty of speed on this roster. I've talked to you about it last year, a lot of speed. He wants to get faster. He wants guys at every position, okay? A 400-pound or a 350-pound defensive tackle, if you can get him just a little bit faster. Now, the Raiders have speed on their defensive line. They've got some speed. Um, I will not be shocked if they go to get more, but they have speed there. And so I, I think that's one of the things with Malcolm Kuntz and, and, uh, and uh, Max Crosby that made them the going down the end. They were the more, they had more pressures than any other tandem. It's something that makes Tyree deadly. It's something that everybody loved about Tyree last year was his speed. Very, very fast. And you saw that develop, and that's Telesco. Speed, 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 speed. He wants speed, and you got to be strong. Um, I was told he absolutely has bought in 110%. AP has preached, pounded the pulpit, and, and, and won a disciple on the physicality. So they're looking for speed and very physical guys. They want the Raiders <clears throat> to be the Raiders of old, that when they show up, you may win, but you're going to feel it for two weeks, just the physicality. And they believe that comes with speed, and they believe that comes with physicality. So that's kind of the Telesco. And so he's going through um, evaluating. Now, I fully admit, I do not know what player this is. I'm not going to pretend that I do because I don't. But I am also aware that there is one particular player that he really liked for the Raiders a lot and may have presented, um, hey, I think we can really use this guy X, Y, and Z. Um, I am told the conversations are not just him receiving, but he's given too. And um, – Again, every single person I've talked to, and I talk with enough that would tell me, um, has been impressed with his his giving of information and taking it. Now, I've been told by people he's doing a lot more taking because he's trying to find out what AP and his staff are thinking. He wants to know what the present scouts and champ are thinking. But every time he is disseminating information, which is not as much as taking, it's powerful and it's really good. So that's kind of what's going on inside the building right now. Um, again, the OC position, you know, what's going on there, the development of that. Now, a lot of people have asked me um, when I expect it to be named. They could name it today, but I doubt it. Um, I do doubt it. I would think Tuesday, Wednesday at the latest, I would think by Wednesday you have the staff completely wrapped up. But – who knows? Just I'm, I'm giving you this as Hondo opinion. I've not been told this by the staff. I know the NFL does not like a lot of movement announced during playoff games or game day. That, that's not what they want. It's not what they like. 
Um, and Mark Davis has, has clearly displayed um, one big differentiation between him and his father is that his dad would purposely do things that he knew the NFL didn't like. And I, I, I'm going to correct that. I don't think that's fair to Al. I don't think Al did things just because the NFL didn't like it. I think Al just did things whenever he wanted and he didn't care if the Raiders liked it. I think that's, I, I mean, if the NFL liked it, I think that's more fair. And I, I desperately want to be fair to Al and I want to be fair to Mark and I want to be fair to the organization. All right. Now, so I'm expecting that announcement to come um, again. Mon between Monday and Wednesday. I expect the whole staff to be wrapped up by Wednesday. Um, now I want to take you inside the interviews. I've had people saying to me, do you think that there's just one guy? No. AP is sitting down with people. Do I think he maybe thinks, yeah, I think this is probably where I'll end up. But he is very open-minded. One thing about AP that you, a lot of fans don't know. I want to take you back to the Patriot when he played for the G-Men and they beat Tom Brady when Tom Brady was undefeated. During the week, uh, the week before, you know, there's that, that, that bye time. Pierce watches a ton of film. He is a mentalist in that his mentality is, the tape is going to show me everything if I just watch enough of it. And he's a big tape guy. He's a studier. I laugh at people that think he's just brawn and just physicality. Yeah, he is all that. He's the toughest guy you're going to meet. But he's also extremely intelligent. He's very, very smart. And people underestimate. And I'm going to tell you, I, I do not do this, but I have heard people say and telling me, I don't want AP, he's some Compton, whatever. You know, almost like he's just rah-rah, he's just physicality. Well, you got to have a brain for this game. Well, you clearly don't know AP because that guy's a lot like Patrick Graham, and Patrick Graham went to Yale. Now, is he more, is he louder than Patrick Graham? Yes. Is he a much more, well, yeah, he played in the NFL, won a Super Bowl. He is brawn. Brute force, brawn. He is mobile, hostile, and agile. But that doesn't mean the guy doesn't have a brain. He's he, he's smart. Man, that guy's smart. I can tell you several times talking to him, his football acumen is very high. And so he believes football tells this tells its own story. But a lot of people don't let it. They'll go in with preconceived notions. Okay, now listen. AP's had to deal with preconceived thoughts about him. He talked on ESPN one time. Uh, it may have been, it may have been Fox. I think it was ESPN, but I, whatever. He did a national TV interview one time where he talked about growing up, you know, on the streets, not on the streets, but in, 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 in the streets, you know, I mean, he, he didn't live in, in, in the country. He lived in the inner city. And he had to make the decision. I've got to separate myself from some people. They're making decisions that where I want to go in my life. I can't go there. doesn't mean I don't love them. doesn't mean I don't care about them. 
but where I want to go, I can't be that. Now, he's never lost who he is. I got to grab this real quick. He never has lost who he is. Okay. Is he a Air Force One wearing guy? Yeah. And these aren't his. I'm just using it as an example. Is that who he is? Yeah. Is he a toughness guy? Yeah. But he has always his whole life had people underestimate him. And every time he wins, because when you underestimate him, he makes you pay for it. Now, I'm going somewhere with this. So he has always worked hard because everywhere he's gone, he wanted to prove he, he deserved that opportunity. And everywhere he's gone, he's proven to be worthy of the opportunity. So he gets the NFL, earns a captainship, one of the best linebackers in the National Football League of his era. He's watching film of the Patriots game, getting ready to play the undefeated Patriots. You may remember, nobody gave a chance. And that defense was really good because they had a great defensive line and they were able to get pressure on quarterbacks without having to blitz. So AP begins to notice some tendencies and some things in Tom Brady and some things of the Patriots that are very, very subtle, very, very, very subtle. I mean, very subtle. And he goes to the coaches, he points it out, he shows them, they see it. And the Giants were able to just pound and frustrate New England. I was told by someone who knows Tom Brady very well that that loss may be the most frustrating of Tom Brady's career. And all of that goes back to AP, just little nuances that he noticed. And he brings it to the coaching staff on the field. He's moving people. He's adjusting. He's calling things out. And uh, again, that's him. <clears throat> and so he's watching a ton of film. But now why does that make him in this OC search? See, y'all thought I was on a bunny trail. I wasn't. This is all going to tie in. AP is going into every interview and this is what good managers do. This might be my guy, even if I don't think he's my guy. What can he teach me? And he is sitting down with these people. And, and you know, he. I was told he's asked some very tough questions. Very tough. Not kind of tough. Very tough questions. Just, okay, we got her, and very tough. And because he wanted to see how people were going to answer him. He, he didn't he didn't want to just dismiss people because things he had heard. So he just said, hey, this, this is something about you I probably don't like. Any, any explanation? Now, I'm not going to get into why, but there are some situations in his life where people probably didn't ask him for explanations and he had good ones. And so he's, I was told he has gone in like a, a sponge that's completely dry being thrown into a pool. 
and I've been told that that he is listening to everybody. Somebody's going to win his heart. And I asked a person the other day, who do you think? And they and they said, you know, I, I kind of think this, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. He 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 has impressed a ton of people with how he's going at this. Now, let me give you another example. Patrick Graham should be a coach in the NFL. It is a joke that he's not. It's a joke. Now still are a couple of openings so it could happen Patrick Graham is I will just say this about Patrick Graham I've been in a lot of rooms with a lot of smart people I got a few degrees myself I don't think that there is uh, and I've Patrick Graham may be one of the smartest people you've ever been around so at New England he was getting a lot of talk as a potential head coach a lot of talk. So he goes to New York with the G-men where he has, an, in my opinion, a moron for a head coach. And that coach puts the brakes on him. The New England, excuse me, the, the, the New York Giant defense when he was there was terrible. Not bad. Terrible. Horrible. Bad. So he gets hired here to the Raiders, because Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler knew how good he was. But they also understood sometimes you fail in certain situations because of things you don't control. Okay? And I talked about how great of a hire he was. This guy should be a head coach. After year one, last summer, go back and watch. This is what I love about the digital age. It's all there. Great hire, this guy. What do you mean? Our defense wasn't good this year, Hondo. Get rid. No, listen, this guy's the real deal. Well, now everybody sees it. You saw the defense was much improved the first part of the year. Then once Josh was booted, it was the number one defense in the NFL. The guy is a great coach. Okay. But if Josh and Dave didn't know him from previous, he may not have ever gotten another chance as a, as a DC in this business. But they took time to find out the why. Same thing that, that AP's doing. He's interviewing people that have miserably failed. And I laugh when I watch people on social media. I don't want that guy. He sucks. Don't they ever even look at what he did in the last city? Yeah. And you're probably the ones that didn't like Patrick Grant. So it's very smart. Very smart what he's doing. It's, I'm very impressed. Listen, I thought AP was the guy. I was very open about that. And let me tell you, he's done nothing but cement that thought process. His epistemology of how he, he runs his team is outstanding. He knows what he doesn't know. He's not egotistical and not willing to admit it. And then he's willing to go learn what he doesn't know from people who know it. Terrific leadership. Terrific leadership. And he's brought it. I think um, the marriage of him and Telesco is going as, as good as you can hope. As good as you can hope. And I think if you're sitting here today as a Raider, 
again, it may leak who it is. I don't think so, but I'm not saying it won't. This is totally a Hondo opinion. But watch the game. The games. Enjoy the games. Enjoy some football. Enjoy your offseason, Raider Nation. You earned it. And be really happy that you got the head coach that you do who's taken the ship in the direction that he is. I think you got to – if you're a Raider fan today, if you're a Raider fan today that's just not happy, you're just probably not a happy person. You're like the person that would win the lottery and you'd bitch because you had to pay the taxes. I can't do anything about those kind of people. You know, I had people I, – I put a picture of my new shoes up on, on social media. I had people – you know, laughing about my my socks, and I'm I'm good with that. I can take that. Just okay. You know what? I'm an old man. I'm 52, fixing to be 53. There are just some things to me. I like to wear white short socks. When I was growing up as a boy, and all of you guys who are watching over 50, you can put a big amen in the in the comment section. We used to laugh when our dads would wear black dress socks. They'd come home from work, take off their suit put on their tennis shoes and they had on their black socks. So I always wear white socks. I would wear white socks when I'm in a suit. In fact, I do most of the time if my wife doesn't pick out my suit. And sometimes I'm able to sneak them in even when she does. So somebody made a comment to me yesterday, where are your black socks? I'm like, I'm not wearing black dress socks. Okay. And I learned anklets. I had no idea that there were black anklets. That's not true. As a matter of fact, I do remember seeing some, but I thought they were just short black dress socks. I didn't know they were black regular socks. Okay. I don't care. Make all the shots at me. I don't care. I don't care. Doesn't bother me. I'm a big boy. I can handle it. And But I watch some people on social media who are just miserable human beings. And you know what? I feel bad for you. You feel bad for him. Now, last night, I am uh, at a meal with someone and a diehard fan. And the person says to me, tell me why I believe in the organization this time. Now, listen, I want to make this clear to you. My job is not to pump you up full of Viagra for your soul, nor is it meant to depress you with downers and inject your spirit with downers. My job is to report to you what's going on with the Raiders, put that information on a platter and serve it, allow you to eat it, digest it, and then disseminate it how you choose. You may be excited. That's your choice. I'm going to tell you a story, and it's an embarrassing story, but it's something I learned from my dad, and my dad went on to become, my, I mean, he was, even at the time of this story I'm about to tell you, he, he, he was my best friend, loved my dad. My friends loved my dad. My brothers and sisters loved my dad. I mean, I, I don't know very many people that didn't, and so yeah. I was 16 years old. And I went to a party. And I was not a partier. Um, many of you have heard the story. I, I was born allergic to cigarette smoke and, and cigar smoke. And um, 
just about any smoke. In fact, I'm an outdoorsman, so when I have campfires, I'm constantly moving to stay away from the smoke. And I, I was just not a big partier. I certainly am a, am a social person. I love to be around people. I was a lot of times the designated driver. But I'm 16 years old. And a buddy of mine, I'm not going to name him because we're still friends, and I know he watches the podcast from time to time. But a buddy of mine gave me this drink, and he says, it's really like pop. And he goes, uh, it's called Bartles and James. And it was a wine cooler at the time. If you Google it, you kids under 50, they used to have some great commercial. Hi, I'm Bartles, and I'm James. And they would talk about their things. So we're just sitting around. You're a much 16-year-old kid, you know. And uh, I started drinking those. And they were good. And uh, before I knew it, I had, they came in a four pack. And let's just say I had drank my share of four packs. Not going to get into how much because I'm not bragging about it. But I knew I've never been drunk before. This is probably what drunk is. So I snuck into the back room. It was of the person that was having the party, a teenager to their parents' room. And, you know, used to be most parents had a phone sitting on the nightstand and I just grabbed the phone and I called my dad. Now I'm shaking because my dad was a strong man, good man, honorable man, was not an abuser in the least bit, but he was a disciplinarian. And I said, dad, this is Hondo. He goes, Hey, what are you doing, son? What's up, buddy? I said, dad, I know you're going to be angry and want to kill me, but I'm going to take my shot. And he goes, what's wrong? I said, Dad, I went to a party. And uh, I drank a massive amount of Barrows and Jane. Told him what it was. How many? I said, Dad, I'm not feeling good. And I, I think I'm drunk. I've never been drunk before, but I think I'm drunk. And I said, Dad, I know you're going to be angry with me. But I don't want to kill anybody. I don't want to get in a car wreck and ruin mom's car. And so I know I'm going to have a big punishment, but can you come get me? He said, where are you at? So I told him what friend's house. He said, I'll be there in 10 minutes. So my dad comes pulling in and he gives everybody at the party. Now, I know a lot of you are going to hate me for this one. And my friends still mock me for this today. He tells everybody, we got two choices. I want all the alcohol poured out. There's 20, 25 teenagers there. He said, and either somebody that hasn't drank is going to drive you home, or I'm going to drive all you home, or I'm going to call the cops. So I can I can take you home, or somebody here that hasn't drank can take you home. Or if you want to fight me, I'll just call the police, and you all get MIPs, which is minor in possession. So everybody chose, let's not have the cops, party's over. And so now it's probably, probably 32 o'clock in the morning. And he hadn't said a word to me. And I know I'm in trouble. I'm in big trouble. And so we stopped at a 24-hour restaurant. And we pull in. And I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to kill me. And we walk in. And he orders us both a cup of coffee. I, okay, not a coffee drinker. I'm a pop drinker, but okay, I'll tell you. I just kept my mouth shut. And he orders us both dinner. Now it's 1.32 o'clock in the morning. And we sat there for several hours and he just talked about hunting, fishing, 
football, life. He never brought up, I'm sitting there drunk. And it got about 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning, so we'd been there a long time. We had dessert even. And he looked at me and he said, I have never been more proud of you in my life. Because what you did is stupid. But the fact that you recognized it and you were willing to face discipline from me rather than to hurt human beings and destroy property. He's, and he, and he, I looked over. And at that point, it was only the second time in my life I'd seen my father cry. The first one was at his mom's funeral, my grandma. And tears just start pouring out of his eyes. And he said to me, I love you. And today you prove to me that I'm raising a man, not a son. My son's becoming a man. You're not a kid anymore because you made an adult decision. And he said to me, if you drink one more drop of alcohol before you graduate, you will be grounded other than school and work. The rest of the time you live in my house. But I want you to know, as far as I'm concerned, I've never been prouder. And we will never discuss this again. It's over. You did the right thing. And I'm proud of you. And this mountain of a man, now I wouldn't think he was that big. He was probably 6'5", 250. But at the time, even though I was a big guy, I, I was his size, maybe a little bit bigger at that time. But we reached over and we had this huge hug at the table, just huge hug. And we get home. And years later, I'm talking, I'm giving a public speech, public, uh, I'm talking in the public. And I tell that story. And I'll never forget this. He looked at me afterwards and he said, I told you we were never going to discuss it. I said, well, okay, dad, we're older. I didn't think that you would mind. And he said, son, thank God that when we ask forgiveness, he forgives and forgets. He said, but we don't have to keep living your failures. He goes, that's what grace is. You were repentant. I said, I know, Dad. I said, I know. But I, I hope it can help other people. Now, my dad's gone now. We're coming up on 10 years. And, uh, but I never forget. And so I never told that story again until he's gone. And now that he's gone, I tell it. But here's my point. <clears throat> You Raider fans have a love of your franchise that just is abnormal in the NFL. When I say abnormal, it doesn't mean wrong. It's just different. If you would ever walk out into those tailgates, it's different. It, I mean, it is just rows of food and music. It's people from other teams. It's, there's there's no I – I had someone from another team say, if I came to a Raider game, should I be afraid to tailgate? I'm afraid of what? I said, these are some of the greatest people in the world you'll ever meet. You guys have such a love affair with your team. 
Do I think Mark Davis handled all going back to over the five years that I've covered this team? Do I think he handled it the way I would have? No. Man, the guy's put in all the effort in. He listened to you on AP. I'm sorry. I think it's time some of y'all, and I know you're wounded from the hurt, and you have a right to be. But I'm going to challenge you. Just all of you. I don't want AP. I wanted somebody more experienced. Okay. And I think you could make a legitimate argument. Well, I don't think it was right to get rid of Derek Carr. Okay. Well, I wanted Champ or I wanted Ed Dobbs. I didn't want Tom Telesco. Okay. I wanted Harbaugh. Okay. Deep breath. Your franchise now, in the five years that I've been here, is in the best shape that it's been. It's poised now. It's poised. You, I can tell you that Tom Telesco, and I know this for a fact, Tom Telesco and Antonio Pierce have no plans for a rebuild. It's a let's go forward. They were an eight and nineteen. This franchise is moving forward. And you know, at some point, Raider football for a lot of you has to go back and being fun. And I know what your next answer is going to be. Then win a Super Bowl. I agree. I agree. But at least now you have legitimate hope that you're at least on the right road, going in the right direction. Enjoy this. Let the Raiders bring you some excitement. Demonstrate a little grace. Enjoy yourself. Get yourself, and I don't get paid for this. These were a gift to me from somebody connected to the organization. Get yourself a pair of Air Force Ones and wear them with pride. You know, I've had a lot of people try to teach me what the Air Force One means. And I've been told it was a symbol of hardworking people in Compton and Oakland and who just got up and went to work. And, and that I was told it was a symbol of people from the gang era. Okay. Whatever it is. To me, it just represents, you know, I'll wear them because they don't say Raiders. And it's inappropriate as a media member to have a fandom. And I'm not. I always say people say, come on, what, secretly, what's your team? I'm, I'm telling you the God's honest truth. I would, when have you know me to just not, yeah, this is what I think. No, I root for good people. Now I cover the Raiders. I know a ton of these people. I've said this to you before. Of all the organizations I have covered from college to pro in multiple different sports, I have never met a better collection of good people than I have at the Las Vegas Raiders, top to bottom. Fans are phenomenal. The the security staff, the janitors, janitors, the PR, the, the management people on the side of football, not the side of football. There were two people on last year's team that I didn't care for. 
One, I started, I, I liked them at first because I gave them the benefit of the doubt, but ended up not liking them. And one, I never liked when he was hired to the staff because I, I had relationship and knew exactly what I thought of. Neither are there. Neither are there. It's good people. You got people that, that love your organization and understand it now. You got Raiders running the Raiders. Take a breath. Enjoy it. Enjoy your offseason. You know what? I I don't know what happens tomorrow. I don't know if the Raiders go five, 15 and 2, 14 and 3, 9 and 8 next year. I have no clue. Once everything pans out, I look at the roster, I'll make predictions, but I don't know. But I do know some of you have, are, have, been, have been so hurt that you're just mad at everything. Take a break from it. Just take a deep breath. You're a Raider. Enjoy that. Show some grace to the organization. Give it a chance to show you and have some fun. All right, everybody, I'm Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast, part of the Fans First Sports Network. Now, remember, I do two podcasts today. I do this long one, and then I do another where um, it's very short. It's five to ten minutes, and it's only available on audio. So this big podcast is every day on audio on Spotify or on uh, Apple. But you can go there and get my second one. It's real short. And uh, I think that you'll enjoy it. Remember, you can follow me on IG, Hondo SR. You can find me on um, X, formerly known as Twitter, um, at Hondo Carpenter. All our articles, we had eight or nine articles yesterday. We're going to have the same amount today. Um, all of our articles uh, are up at si.com forward slash NFL forward slash Raiders. Also, while you're there in the upper right-hand corner, click on the newsletter. You won't get spammed. We're going to send you three emails a week with all of our stories. You'll never miss another big story again. We don't sell your information. It's a great way to go. Until then, appreciate you all. Enjoy some football today. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This has been a Las Vegas Raiders Insider Production on the Fans First Sports Network. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.